You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. I was lost, but you came and found me. You left your throne, thinking about me. You bled and died to show me mercy. Gave all because you saw my need. I was empty, but you came and filled me. I was blinded, but you helped me to see. I was broken, but you made me whole again. I felt like nothing, but you gave me confidence, and I'm filled with so much gratitude if words are not enough to explain the magnitude the passion of my love oh you took everything i want maybe what i You were lying, 
evening, good evening. Welcome to Blessed by Grace Radio. Tonight is lit. It's Thursday night. Quickly listen for the Soul Bible Study Sessions. The doctor is in tonight. We're in the Apple Valley Studio. Tonight is October the 1st, 2020. The time is 9.34 p.m. in the Apple Valley Studio. Like I already said, the doctor is in tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. We're glad to be back with you. Glad to be back with you here on the air tonight. We are thanking God that he gave us one more day to wake up and one more time to be in the presence of you in radio land. We're so thankful, so, 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 so thankful that we're able to be here in the presence of God. presence of the Lord is here. We always can feel him in our atmosphere. He is here, here, here. So tonight, I wanted to talk to you guys about Thy Will Be Done. You know, every time before the doctor comes on and gives his um, spiritual journey to us, breaking down the religious barriers, teaching us the good news, I like to come on and I like to conversate too. So tonight I want to talk about Thy Will Be Done. Now, if you're wondering where that comes from, that's Matthew chapter 6. I believe it's the 6th chapter of Matthew, uh, the 10th verse. This is within the Lord's Prayer. Every night before I go to sleep, I always say the Lord's Prayer, which, of course, it talks about thy will be done. Now, thy will be done. This is a, this petition is properly added to the preceding. For when the kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit is established in the heart, there is then an ample provision made for the fulfillment of God's divine will. Okay. The will of God is infinitely good, wise, and holy. To have it fulfilled in and among men is to have infinite goodness, wisdom, and holiness diffused throughout the universe, and earth made the counterpart of heaven. Now, as it is in heaven, this is where we maintain that there were many spirits of God upon earth, and these were pure spirits just like the ones in heaven. Hence, I'm saying this to you. As the angels sanctify the divine name in heaven, so shall the Israelites sanctify the divine name upon earth. So that's my little spill about that will be done. Every time I talk to you guys, it's just my opinion. I'm giving you guys what is my opinion. Most of what I'm giving you is factual because everything I'm giving you is factual because it's in the Bible. You can read it for yourself. But it's my opinion. That doesn't mean that you have to stand bar hold on what I'm saying to you. I'm just sharing my little knowledge, what I research, what I find you guys, because I think it's nice for you guys to have a little mix-up. You know, have a little bit like like how you toss a salad. Have a little bit of extra in there. That way you guys have more stuff to ponder. Now, if you ever hear me say something on the air and you research it for yourself and you find out that the way I said it may not be the way you understood it, email us at blessingsbygrace radios at yahoo.com and we can discuss it so that way we can both get a better understanding of God's word because I'm all for understanding his word and learning his word researching reading and getting a greater understanding because just like the bible says God did say my people perish because of lack of knowledge now the bible is our tool to it it is our basic instructions before leaving this earth that is what God has set for us it is to guide us it is our pathway to get to the kingdom is what's in the Bible. So the more we read, the more we study, the more we understand, the better Christians we can be. 
And it's not just reading the Bible. Don't get me wrong. Just reading the Bible is not getting you into heaven. Let me just tell you this real quick. It's not just the Bible. There are steps. So reading the Bible is one of the steps. Like a, it's almost like a 12-step program. First off, you have to wholeheartedly repent of your sins, number one. But don't just repent because I'm saying it, because your pastor saying it, or the doctor saying it. You have to do it because you want God to forgive you for every wrongdoing you've ever done. Excuse me, guys. And then after you repent, you have to then be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And once you get a real baptism, then you're going to seek the Holy Ghost, which is God's promise, his keeper, and his comforter for us. And then after you get the Holy Ghost, you're going to be speaking in an unknown tongue. That will be something that you, God, all of your ministerial friends, and your pastor will understand what you're saying as you're speaking. And so, so that is an infinite language that drives you closer to God. When you have all of those things, then you're going to keep praying for God to keep you covered and to keep you strong in the faith. And you're going to be reading your Bible daily. And it's all going to join together. It's going to fit like a puzzle. All the pieces are going to come together. So based on that notion, then you know that you're going to be pressing your spiritual back to get on that first class seat to go to heaven when God is to return for his church. That is when he will come back for his his ready people, his church, and at that moment, you'll be on that first class light going up there with him. You'll be caught in the air with him, and you'll be able to go with him and live the rest of your days in eternal paradise with God. That is the ultimate goal here. He wants us to be with him in eternal paradise. He's already in the upper room preparing rooms for us. He has a mansion with so many rooms, and we're all guaranteed once if we do what he's asking of us. We are all guaranteed to have the same opportunity to go with him when he comes back for his ready church. But, of course, you'll learn more about that as you continue to listen to the radio broadcast. So thank you for listening to me tonight. And now the doctor is in, and he's ready to break down the religious barriers and give us the gospel and break down the word so we can get a good understanding. Are you ready? I know I am. So now, ladies and gentlemen, the shepherd of my house, the honorable and comparable, Dr. Bishop Arthur Moore. God bless. God bless you tonight. Amen in Radio Land. We are so grateful, amen, to be back on air tonight. Uh, the Lord just good to us. We are under the weather somewhat, amen, but I want to say personally, I thank God for all of your prayers, everyone that uttered a prayer for Dr. Moore, that God would keep him in good health and strength. I want to say thank you. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Again, for my granddaughter who has been standing by my side on this radio for over 10 years. Amen. I'm I'm grateful for her. She's only 36 years old. And Amen. But she dedicated to Jesus, and I love her for that. Amen. God bless you tonight. We're going to get right into the Word of God. Thank God for Blog Talk Radio and all the podcasters, amen, that have opened our way that we can get the Word out. Jesus said in the last day, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That is what we have done, and that's what, amen, Blog Talk Radio and all the other podcasters is all about. They've given us that span of time to go into the world and preach the gospel to Jesus Christ because the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but all come 
to eternal life. And bringing amen that, amen, our attention is going to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1 through 6, and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 through 9. 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 and 6 says, But of the time and season, brethren, you have not need that I write unto you. For yourself knows perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction is coming upon them, as travail upon a woman with a child, and they shall not escape. But ye brethren are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Wherefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Second Thessalonians 2, 1 and 9 says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by the gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by words, nor by letters, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of prediction, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what with oldness that the mighty be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he who now let will let until he is taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him who cometh is after the work of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Beloved, Thessalonians letting us know tonight that we live in, in the last days. We're living in perilous times, difficult times. 
to hold on to your faith. The church of the last days is to be watchful, ready for end-time events. And I don't really know, amen, whether we are ready for end-time events. As we are in right now, we we see so many things that is coming up on the face of the earth. And you know what? We are not prepared for them. But the church of the last days is to be watchful. Watch what's going on around you. Watch what's going on in your nation. Watch the change that is going on in your country and in your city. See, is it bringing you closer to God or taking you from God? Open up your eyes, believers. Jesus is coming. And I say that amen with all realness tonight. Jesus is coming. The coming of the Lord. The time is unknown. The event is certain. We are the children of life. We are aware of the time. We know time is drawing nigh. I'm talking about real believers. Prophecy regarding the days of the Lord. We're going to find out, amen, that we're living in a very deception time, apostasy. False crises, amen, have risen up on the face of the earth, trying to take the place of righteous apostles. Antichrist will be revealed. The old Antichrist is going to be revealed. The mystery of iniquity already worketh. Delusion shall deceive the wicked. The the wicked gonna be deceived by delusion. Their mind's gonna be tricked. And they're gonna believe a lie quicker than they will the truth. We in that day. And we in that hour right now that the world is full of delusion. The force presents evil. It's going to be the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. As my granddaughter just said, thank God, amen, for the Holy Ghost. Speaking in other tongues, as the Spirit of God give us uttering. This is what's called an amen. God is not to pour out He's evil up on the world right now because he got some righteous people here living on the face of this earth at this time. The rapture of the church is going to be a snatching away. God is going to snatch away his church, and we don't know when. But we're living in a, a ready moment. We, 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 every day of our life, we ought to be ready, 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 ready to meet Jesus. And I know that's a little difficult for some people because the old flesh are working on your spiritually mind if you aren't careful. But the Bible says in Revelation, amen, 1, 7, and 8, he said, Behold, 
he cometh with the clouds. And every eye shall see him. And they also which pierce him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen, I'm the Alpha and I'm the Omega. I'm the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come. I'm the Lord Almighty. Almighty God is coming, children. He's coming. He's coming with the clouds. And he's coming with all power in both heaven and earth. Jesus is coming. Almost 2,000 years has passed since the ascending of Jesus Christ. Yet the promise of his return is alive and vibrant in the hearts of true apostles. He promised he's going to come. Amen. God cannot lie. He's a man that cannot lie. If he said he was going to come, he's coming. Now more than ever, the bride looked especially for the bridegroom return. We're looking for Jesus' return. Or are you really are you really looking for Jesus' return? What kind of condition are you in? Looking for Jesus' return. My brothers and sisters, when we meet Jesus, we must meet him in holiness. We must meet him in righteousness. We must meet him in his love. Just as Jesus ascend into heaven, in, uh, uh, in heaven, in a cloud, he would descend from heaven up on a cloud. And every eye, every eye that remains at that time going to see him. Every eye. Out of all the billion of people that's up on the earth, when Jesus get ready to come and come on the clouds, every eye gonna see him. And those who have been washing the blood of Jesus Christ have made themselves ready, will be caught up to be with the Lord in the air. We're gonna make a dress of change. We don't live on earth. In earth dimension. Now, amen, we're going to be caught up in living in the kingdom dimension. We're going to, amen, meet the Lord in the air. And those who unprepared will cry out in English and fear because of the coming destruction. My beloved, I pray God that life would get better up and up on earth and all of us could live in peace. But that's not according to the word of God. We haven't seen nothing yet as what is going to take place upon the face of this earth. Those who are unprepared 
they're going to cry out in anger, hurt and fear because of the thing that is coming up on the face of the earth. The Bible says men's heart is going to fail them because of fear. We're living in the last days. We got a great touch of this uh, in COVID-19. As it is still going on now, we had a rating alarm of people, amen, that would die, and so the hospitals were filled, amen, and they had to bring out different places, amen, is to put the sick. We haven't seen nothing yet, but I'm going to tell you, beloved, you that know Jesus, hold on because he is coming. And I will say tonight to you, it doesn't make no difference whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're yellow, or whether you're red. We all are God peoples. And Jesus told Nicodemus, a man must be born again. He must be changed in order to get into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is coming. I'm not talking about a, a man is coming. I'm talking about Almighty God is coming. One that created the heaven and earth. Said that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. All things were made by him. And without him there was nothing made that is made. I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus is coming. Malachi, he prophesied of Elijah, would come before the great and dreadful day of the Lord and would call the people of Israel to repent. Through repentance, they could escape the destruction God would bring up on the earth. Through repentance, you can escape the destruction that God will allow to come up on the earth if you repent. Where are we tonight, amen? Where are we in the world? Where are we in America, amen? We're standing at the crossroads between two opinions. We don't know whether to repent and keep on sinning or what. Well, Dr. Moore saying tonight, you can't serve two masters. The Bible says you love the one and hate the other. You got to get on one side or the other. You can't call on the name of Jesus when you're in trouble and expect him to deliver you. <clears throat> and all the other time, amen, you are not giving him full attention. Malachi 4, 5, and 6. John the Baptist fulfilled this prophecy in part by coming in the spirit and the power of Elijah. <clears throat> According to St. Luke 1 and 17. However, John himself declared he was not Elijah. John 1, 21 and 23. Jesus affirmed that when Elijah come, he would restore all things. John the Baptist come in the form of Elijah, or in the spirit of Elijah, I must say. 
It was Moses and Elijah who appeared with Jesus at his transfiguration. Now, amen, at the transfiguration, amen, of Jesus, Moses and Elijah, men that had been dead for I don't know how long, but at Jesus' transfiguration, they appeared. Moses did, and Elijah did. There on the mountain, Peter, James, and John beheld the glory of God upon Jesus as he revealed to them the likeness of his coming. When, 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 when Peter, James, and John saw that, they saw the glory of the Lord. They saw the power of the Lord. This is in the likeness of his coming. When he comes, it's not going to be a pleasant thing to those that don't know him. Oh, we saying we want Jesus to come, but are you really ready? Are you sure you want Jesus to come? Are you really ready? If he would come right now, what would you have to repent of? What kind of life are you living? Be ready, be ready, be ready. We don't know the hour or the minute when the Son of Man shall come, but he's coming. As he revealed them the likeness of his coming when he will return with power and great glory, that Moses and Elijah accomplish him may suggest they are the two witnesses. This may uh, uh, suggest, amen, that Moses and Elijah may be the two witnesses that Zacharias talked about in chapter 4, 11, and 14. And in Revelation, the 11th chapter, who will stand before the Lord, waiting the faithfulness of their prophecy. All they they gonna stand before God and and what they standing for is truth and righteousness. And people, amen, is evil and they don't want to hear truth and righteousness. Now during the second half of Daniel seventeen week, when Elijah came to restore all things, he will prepare the way of the Lord just as John the Baptist did at the first coming of Jesus as Israel Messiah. Now, you know, John the Baptist, amen, he prepared the way of the Lord. He was letting the world know, amen, that a Messiah was coming. Some people wanted to, amen, try to make him the Messiah, but he said, I'm not he. But he told his father, there is one coming after me, whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you. I'm talking about all of you now, believers. He shall baptize you with the fire. Going to put some bunning in you, something that will burn up corruption, evil, prejudice, hate. 
fornication, everything that's not like Jesus, he's going to put some fire in you. He's going to baptize you with the fire and Holy Ghost. But who may abide the day of his coming? Now, who's going who to be able to stand at the day of the Lord's coming? God is pure. God is holy. God is righteous. And who shall stand when he appears? Who will be able to look on him? I don't care how good your eyes are. How young, how old you are. If you have not been born again and changed, you will not be able to look upon him. Who will stand before the Lord awaiting the faithfulness of their prophecy during the second half of Daniel 17 week. When Elijah came to restore all things, he would prepare the way of the Lord just as John the Baptist did at the first coming of Jesus as Israel Messiah. Now, when Jesus came as Israel Messiah, what did they do? They rejected him. They rejected him. Because he didn't come in the way that they thought a king should come, they rejected Jesus. In that contents, amen, Malachi foretold the coming of Christ. Jesus is coming, church. Young people, old people, Jesus is coming. Are you ready to meet him? I mean, really ready. Don't talk about him. Don't say how much you love him. He said, if you love me, you will obey me. But who may abide the day of his coming? Who who will be able? And who shall stand when he appears? Ain't nobody. My God. We have a debate sometime now. Saying what color was Jesus? Was Jesus a black man? Was Jesus a white man? Was Jesus or animal man? Or was Jesus an Indian? Listen, when Jesus comes, there will be no color is to declare who he is. My God. For he is like a refining fire. You don't know what you're looking at. Oh, he like a refining fire. And like pull of soap. And he shall sit as a refining and purify our civil. He gonna burn. When you look at Jesus and really know who you're looking at, the only way you can look at him and see his face, you're gonna have to be like him. And he shall purify the sons of Levi. He's gonna burn all the sin. Amen, out of the sons of Levi, and purge them as gold. He's going to purge them. We don't even know what purging is today. We receive Jesus Christ, amen, today, and we don't know what purging is. Ideal had to be purged. Clean me, Lord. We confess that Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and never be purged all the way from our sin. 
That is not the gospel which Jesus told us to preach. Man has put on his theory. Confess the Lord as your Savior. And thou shalt be saved if thou confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that God has risen him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. But I heard Jesus tell Peter on the day of Pentecost, told all the Jewish peoples that were going to be converted, he says unto them, they say, me and the brother, what shall we do? Peter said, repent. You got to repent. You got to come godly sorry of your sins. You got to have a broken heart and a contrived spirit. Repent, America. You need to repent. Oh, God, come back here. He's given us a chance. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh. That shall burn as an oven. It's going to be rough. We're talking about this heat, amen, that we are experiencing right now. Amen. How hot it is. 106 and 110 and 109, amen. Listen, that ain't nothing compared to the heat the Lord's going to bring. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven. And all the proud, every man, every woman, uh, boy and girl, that you cannot tell nothing about the gospel now. Amen. The Lord's going to bring them down. It is such a shame, amen, in this great country that we live in now. You can play rap, curse out, amen, your daughter, your mothers, and amen, people don't say nothing. But the minute, amen, you begin to talk about Jesus, and don't be in no public. They want you to shut up. But are they coming? They're going to burn them as an oven. And going to burn them up. God say he's he going to burn them up. That it shall leave them neither root nor branch. They ain't going to leave nothing of God going to burn it up. But unto you that fear my name, Shall the son of righteousness arrive with healing in his wing? Now, we that fear God's name, the son of righteousness is going to arrive with healing. There will be no more sickness. There will be no more trouble. God's going to heal us. And ye shall go forward and glow up as calves at the stone. Jesus is coming. Those who have been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ and have made themselves ready will be caught up to be with the Lord in them. Now, if you don't wash your robe in the blood of Jesus Christ and you don't make yourself ready, I don't care what's coming up on the earth, you don't have to fear it. Because Jesus is coming in preparation for the return of Jesus Christ. A believer must faithful deal 
with the test and tribulations of life. Believers, in this world, you're going to have trials. In this world, you're going to have tribulations. In this world, you're going to be tested. But he said, I have overcome the world. So just because you are in Christ Jesus, it does not mean that you're going to escape tribulation. You are not going to escape uh, uh, trials. Isn't it, you are not, it's not going to mean that life is not going to be difficult for you because you are a Christian. If he remains faithful and true to the Lord through every th- everything, the believer was tested in a furnish of affliction. Now do you know, amen, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were tested through a furnish of affliction. They went into that fire, and I'm told that it was seven times hotter than it normally be. But the believer went in that fire and gone to the heat and put on the outside of that fire. Then I heard him say, I'm the same today, yesterday, and forevermore, and I have no respectable person. When you're going through your trial, when you're going through your difficult, hold your faith in Jesus. Your affliction will refine in him the quality for which the Lord is looking in his church. God is looking for somebody to go through. If you suffer with me, you shall also reign with me. A Christian, amen, uh, we must suffer with Jesus Christ on this earth. If you suffer with me, you shall also reign with me. We must go through something. And our flesh don't want to go through nothing. You ought to hear my flesh crying out sometime. I guess, amen, the thing that I have to go through it. My flesh don't want to go through it. But amen, in the final analysis, I say, not my will, but Lord, let your will be done. Every believer hope is to appear before the Lord. That's every believer hope is to appear before the Lord. And amen. Appear in what way? You got to you got to be pure. Only the pure in heart. Only the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You got to be holy because Jesus said, "Be ye holy, for I am holy." You got to be undefiled by the world. Come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. You can't love the world and love Jesus too. If any man love the world, he says the love of the Father is not in him. The garment of his chaste bride of Christ must be without spot or wrinkle. Ephesians 5 and 22. Are, are your garment without spot? We have so many excuses to try to justify, amen, but is your garment without spot? 
Do you have any wrinkles in it? You know, if we would only try to examine ourselves and live holy and quit trying to examine everybody else, I think we could do a better job. I think we could live a little bit more cleaner. But we're always looking at the other person as Eden says the devil made her do it. We all want we always want to blame somebody else. You don't have to follow the world, amen, if the world is doing wrong. You don't have to follow your neighbor if your neighbor is doing wrong. Jesus said, follow me. But I would think it's not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you. You're going to have fiery trials, and they're going to, they, they're going to try you. Trial, amen, that is not pleasant to the flesh at all. As though some strange thing that happened unto you. But rejoice. Rejoice when you fall in the dive of temptation. Rejoice when you're going through your fiery trials. Rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's suffering. Rejoice. Rejoice. I know that may be a little hard, amen, for us to do sometimes, but the words say rejoice. Get your mind off of your suffering. Get your mind off of what you're going through and go to praise in Jesus. Oh, bless us, holy name. That when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceedingly joy. Yes, when his glory be revealed, we are going to be glad with exceedingly joy. Joy that is unspeakable. Joy that we have not heard before. It haven't entered into the heart of men. Amen. The joy that God is going to bless us with. Thank God. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Judgment. God brings salvation and God brings judgment. So when you amen in the house of God, and you said that you're a believer and you're praising the Lord, make sure you're right. Make sure that you are right. Judgment is going to begin at the house of God. And if it first began at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? You know, amen, if the judgment going to come to the house of God and judge us, the, the, the sinner and ungodly man will, will not just have, they won't have a chance. First Peter 4 and 12. Down to a 17 verse. Judgment, judgment. Every man going to be a judge according to what he have done, how he lived. Every man, every woman, the coming of the Lord Jesus is coming, children. The nearness of the coming of the Lord compels us to continue in the great commission of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. What are you really doing? Are you really preaching the gospel of Jesus? 
It compels us to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's a lot of people there, man. They are reading the word of God and say they are preaching, but it's not the gospel because there is not but one gospel is the preach. Preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus foretold that the gospel of a kingdom would be preached unto all nations before the end of this present age. Matthew 24 and 14. Jesus, amen, says the gospel is going to reach everybody. Before he comes, look at technology. Technology, amen, got the gospel going all over the world. In those far dark countries, amen, well, you should not be in light or knowledge of Jesus Christ. They are hearing the gospel. The gospel is being preached. And when it is preached all over the world, amen, then this age of this world is going to end. You know, amen, science of amen is letting us know, amen, this world is going to end. They have studied enough to ensure us that this world is going to end. Now, the time of Jesus is unknown. No man, no woman, no scientist, no government, no president, no man, no man, I don't care how well educated he is or how educated she is, no man knows the hour or the minute when the Son of Man is going to come. Jesus will come to catch away both the living and the dead who are in Christ. Amen. The one that is living. Amen. Uh, they're going to be changed. And the one that is dead, amen, uh, he coming is to catch them away. At this first event of Christ's return, he will not set his feet up on the earth. Not the first event when he come, amen. He ain't going to set his feet up on the earth. Everybody will not see him at his first event when he comes. He's coming strictly for his church. He told Peter upon this rock, will I be in my church and the very gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church is still standing. And it will stand until Jesus comes and take it out of here. Believers will join him in the air. Uh, we going like to we going to another side. Uh, 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 we going to another side. We have, we don't experience earth and, and its lifestyle. Now, Amen. We going to experience heaven and its lifestyle. We typically refer to this event as the rapture, or uh, the catching away. Of the church. It is important, amen, to be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready. You don't know, amen, you can be laying down, sleeping, next thing you know, you are caught up and caught away. You can have everything, amen, uh, of faith in you, say, what well, I'm going to do tomorrow, and have great hopes, amen, that tomorrow will come. And when you know one thing, Jesus will come. 
and snatch you away. Oh, praise him. At the time of his second event, however, Christ will return to the earth. This is at his second event with his saints. He's going to return, amen, and he's going to bring his saints with him. And he will plant his feet on Mount Olive, splitting the mountain in two parts. What a great God is this. Zechariah 14 and 4. We will consider both events of his return. Although we cannot know the exact time of his coming, Jesus indicated that when we see the abomination of desolation in the holy place, the time of his coming will be nigh. When you see the desolation, abomination in the holy place, where God is supposed to be at, where God is supposed to be honored and respected at. You see the devil going to come now and pollute it where God is supposed to be. Blind preachers is in the holy place. Cigarette preachers is in the holy place. Cigar people is in the holy place. But when you see these things, he said, look up because our redemption draws nigh. My God, adultery people is in the holy place. Jesus indicated that when we see the abomination of the desolation in the holy places of time, of his coming will be nigh. Jesus is coming. Come on. Jesus is coming. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man will open, I will come in and I will serve with him. Jesus is coming. Can you hear the voice of Jesus? He said, my sheep knows my voice, but a stranger, they will not follow. Who voice are you following? In the holy place, the time of his coming will be nigh. He spoke of the terrible tribulation and the signs in the heavens that will appear in the clouds. Power and great glory. Matthew 24, 15 and 33. Just as people in Jesus In Jesus' day, they knew the building level. They know the uh, budding level of a fig tree. They know when the fig tree would bud, they can look up and say, summer is not. And you ain't man, and normally it's just to get hot, and everything get green and beautiful. The fig tree signally the signaling the coming of summer. Believers in the last day will recognize his coming 
is nigh when they see these signs come into pass. Are you recognizing this tonight, my beloved, that he and me? Amen. Are you recognizing that Jesus is coming when the world is in a corrupt situation as it is? Do you recognize, amen, Jesus is coming? Matthew 24 and 36 says, That I say unto you, this generation, talking about the generation we're living in right now, this generation shall not pass till all of these things be fulfilled. This generation that we're living in, this is the generation, amen, we can almost expect Jesus Christ is to come. He says, amen, this generation shall not pass. Till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour, knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Only Jesus knows the time in which, amen, this great secret will be. Watch therefore. For you know not what hour the Lord does come. Watch, beloved, you don't know when Jesus is coming. If you lay down tonight and don't rise in the morning, Jesus will come to you. The declaration, ye know not what hour your Lord does come, indicates that instead of his appearance, at the battle of Armageddon, we know, amen, the battle of Armageddon is supposed to be the, the last war that is to be fought. We can't wait on that, amen. We don't know when he's coming. My God, Jesus was referring to the first phrase of his coming when he granted together his elect. For example, when he returned at Armageddon, Believers will not be watching for his appearance, but they will be with him in the heavens. Amen. When he returns, amen, from Armageddon, the believer is going to be with him. Watch and pray that you have to not enter temptation. Be ready, church. Be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready. All kind of, amen, climbing is going to hit the earth. Be ready. We must remain watchful. We must remain sober. You don't be no drunk Christian. Amen. In church on Sunday and raising hell on Monday. Don't be no drunk Christian. Be sober. Be sober-minded. While keeping ourselves unspotted. We can't be like the world. The church in turn. Amen. His ties. Amen. To the world. The church want to be like the world today. Everything that is exposed to the church want to be like that. Jesus is coming. Beloved, my time is out. God bless you in radio land tonight. I love Bishop Moore saying, be ready, because I don't know. Jesus is coming. And all that is ready going to go back with him. For those that are not ready, they are not going with him. God bless you. In Jesus' name.
That was excellent coming from Dr. Moore. Yes, yesterday. Yes, yes. That was awesome coming from him tonight. I hope you guys learned a little something. I know I did as well. So we shall be back next Thursday. We'll see you then. God bless, God speed, and good night, everybody. Bye-bye.